Welcome. Welcome to Merlin I Am, the final channel of this season of Merlin I Am. Again, we're here at the Crimson Circle Connection Center, excited because we're here with a beautiful audience, a beautiful live audience at the Connection Center. Yes. Wonderful and amazing. Such a treat. But now, I think you can feel it, Adamus wants in. <laughs> and he's right there. You can just sense him around Jeff. But don't stare at Jeff, because he's, you know, that's a little bit. <laughs> so instead, let's take some good, deep, conscious breaths, supporting this journey, inviting Adamus in, because he's here for each of us, every single one of us here in the audience, everywhere. So take that good, deep breath of life and let the energies flow. Breathe as the human and the master, breathing the I am here, I am present. Take that good deep breath, feeling into all that you are, inviting Adamus in again. He's here with every breath. So be with that good deep breath, allow it. Be with it. Be with it. Take the good deep breath, the breath of life. I am that I am. Adamus of sovereign domain, and not a lot of patience. <laughs> uh, that'll give you a heads up about this shout. Hello, dear Linda. Oh, yeah, okay, no uh, patience. Patience. Um, <laughs> what? Are we missing something up here? What are you wanting? Uh, is there what? something not here? Where's your coffee? Uh, oh, now, here comes the coffee. Now I get it. Happy it's, birthday oh, so, to you. I don't deserve this. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Just when I was saying I'm going to be impatient. And then they sing. Do you see this at the Ascended Masters Club, what they're doing? Oh, but wait. Nothing for me up there. But wait. I had to come down here to get my birthday. Yes. It's also Jeff's birthday on the 26th. Happy oh. birthday. No, we don't have time for that. We have a lot to do. No, we, he doesn't Happy need this thing, eh? Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, um, dear Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve it, buddy. But it's also Billy's birthday on the 23rd or 24th. Maybe. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I would actually. Well, <laughs> if you ask me to, yes, be happy to. Oh. Those aren't funny candles, Don't are they? Don't spit on it. Yes, yes. Now, and you're going to serve this to everybody here with ev all the stuff going around, and 
Okay, good, good. All right, thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you. As I was saying, maybe we need Kathumi to do a good blowing job here. So Ooh, paybacks are hell. <laughs> so as I was saying, Adama, Sovereign Domain, all the rest of that, of not a lot of patience today, not a lot of patience. I need that coffee. It's right there. I've got to ask, to start the day with, um, I'll do a little walk around because uh, I want to keep the, the crew, I know, I, I realize, I want to keep the, the crew back there awake. The energies Ooh. are going to get very thick in here. Not necessarily sleepy, but very, very thick. Good to see you again. Uh, so uh, you keep them busy back there. Let's take a good deep breath as we start the day, as we get going here with this shout. Good to see a lot of you who I haven't seen in a while. I mean, I've seen you. Well, I've, I've heard from you, of course, but I haven't seen <laughs> you, seen you. Doing good back here? I saw you doing your exercises before we started. The, you know, the camera person exercises. Getting warmed up for a long day with the damas, getting those fingers loosened up. Uh, everything okay technically so far? Good. It's, it's kind of questionable today. A lot of strange energies. A lot of strange energies. You probably haven't noticed, have you? No. Now, we've talked about this before. Uh, you know, the world is kind of crazy, but excuse me a moment here. Would you like a bite? No, later. Are you talking about the cake? <laughs> Quite good. Um, what's in the air? Linda, microphone, please. Isn't there a song about that somewhere? Smoke gets in your eyes. <coughs> so, what's in the air right now? Feel into it for a moment. There's smoke in the air. There's smoke in the air. Why is that? Um, because uh, Caldera was out there for too long between. <laughs> he was Indulging. Smoking on them. Yeah, yeah. So, you're things. saying the smoke in the air uh, that's covering most yeah, of the US is from that? That's all maybe from you. Should, maybe you should quit. Yeah. So, okay, there's smoke in the air, but from. It's from the western part of the country burning down. Yeah, okay. Just a trivial little thing. Okay. It's what else? Go one, one more into the end. What else is going on on the planet right now? What's in the air? Um, the fog of consciousness. Mm. True. Yeah, or yeah. Or the lack good. of consciousness. Yeah, good. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Linda? What's what? in the air? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite part. I missed this for so many months. I couldn't do this. Greetings, David. Greetings. What's in the air? Chain, chain, chain. Oh, good, good. <laughs> good. You, you do that quite well. Yeah. Uh, what kind of change? I mean, that's master of the obvious. A to Z. Everything. Everything. That's a good answer. Everything. Good. Um, if you were to measure that on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not a lot of change, uh, kind of the way things have been going for the past couple thousand years, and now, where are we right now? 100. 100, okay. Doesn't follow directions very well, <laughs> 1 to 10, but typical yeah. chambre, if you know what I mean. Okay, good. All right, uh, give me an exa one example of a change. <clears throat> Uh, humans now beginning to integrate their divinity. 
And that Maybe. Is, that's Chambra. <laughs> okay. That's Chambra. Yeah. Oh, Chambra. Yeah, Chambra, yeah. I'd go for humans. No, well, I don't know how Chambra. many think humans are really starting to uh, in, integrate their divinity right now, joyfully, yeah. openly, uh, not so much. Yeah. 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 Chambra, yeah. Yeah. Chambra, yeah. yeah. Good. Thank you, David. Thank you. A couple more. What's in the air? Take, take a deep breath. Get out of the mind here. Don't think about Linda roving around handing the microphone. If you don't want the microphone, wear a mask because she's going to assume that you um, haven't gotten vaccinated. So uh, just put on that mask real quick. Now nah, she already knows who you are. Uh, what's in the air, Tess? Hi, it's been a long time. Yes. Where have you been? Everywhere. Everywhere. Have you been traveling a lot? No. Yes, you have been. Not on airplanes. That's what I was going to say. Not Other ways. Yeah, physically. you've been traveling a lot. Yes, I have. Yeah. What's it like out there? <sighs> Human? Mass consciousness No, you've been doing a lot of in interdimensional. You've been doing a lot of uh, ethereal traveling around. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I see you all in all sorts of parts <laughs> of creation. Oh, there is Tess. What the hell is she doing here? <laughs> no, truly, truly. You've been doing a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot of weird dreams. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of traveling. How are you doing, like, overall, you know, your balance, physical, mental, psychic, spiritual, whatever? For the most part. Yeah. Really more than ever grounding myself yeah. and really getting used to what my energy is yeah. and how to regulate it here or navigate it and discover it. Having more it. trouble being with other people? More? More. No. Oh, couldn't be more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say um, smoother waters navigating the public than okay. it was for me a couple Good. years ago. Good. Yeah. Okay. So what's in the air? Oh, you name it. Particles, smoke, flood, yeah. fog, fire. Yeah, but now let's feel into the, uh, the mental, consciousness. I would say mental imbalance. Mental I imbalance. really feel anxiety out there. Okay. And then that'll come into my realms and I'll have to, you know, that's what I mean by the navigation. You learn how to quickly glide. Yes. Good. In and out with your consciousness because it's thick. thick. And there's a lot of cracking. Crapping? <laughs> cracking, cracking. Okay. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Good to see you here. You're doing a lot of the Obion stuff these days. I don't know if the human realizes it so much, but I know you are. You're out there. Yeah. Ivana, how are you? I'm great. Thank Good. you. Good. Good to I'm see grand. you again. Good. <laughs> Good to see you. Uh, what's what's in the air? Well, the thickness of mass consciousness and what I feel, it's like stretching the duality. Yeah. If there's floods in one part of the world and fires in the other, so that feels like duality is just getting pulled Yeah, and, and it's a good point to point out here that uh, weather, the weather is generally uh, shaped, created by consciousness. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you can study weather all day long and learn about the scientific parts of it, but what really affects weather on the planet yes, is consciousness. consciousness. Uh, and theoretically, on the planet, eh, theoretically, it should be pretty gentle, mild weather most of the time. Uh, and not these ups and downs and, and everything else. Uh, that was from a long time ago, but right now it should be pretty mild, and it's not. It's not. No. 
weather is responding to consciousness. And, and weather includes, for me, it includes things like these wild uh, fires mm -hmm. and floods and everything else. Well, what, what's one of the things that's going on related to the weather and the planet, uh, the, the physical planet? Thinking too much. You had it there. You had it there, and then you thought about it too much. Well, just like I mentioned, it's the, the duality is being challenged right now. Yeah, duality is being challenged, and and also right now, as we've talked about, Gaia is leaving. Gaia is saying, "Okay, humans, this is your place. You take over now." Uh, and, and so much is coming up with that, and in a way, it's chaotic, but in another way, it's actually very, very good because. Humans are having to pay attention mm -hmm. to the planet like Very never before. And th you know, all things considered, it's not a huge timeline that humans have to accept the responsibility of this planet. Um, eh, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but there is no planet uh, in all of creation where the entities who inhabit it are going to be taking full responsibility mm -hmm. for it. There's not many places on the, uh, in the universe where there are entities implanted, embedded, embodied on a physical structure like this. But for the ones that there are, there's no other group who are learning to take responsibility now for their, for their planet, for their home place. It's quite phenomenal. And everybody, everything is watching what's going on here right now. Yep. Good. Um, just to, for the sake of time, I'll, I'll give my answer. What's in the air and feel it? Tess actually said it. Anxiety. I think first you said mental imbalance, which is very true, but tremendous amount of anxiety on the planet right now. A and it's making you feel anxious. You're making all of you feel anxious. What, what is anxiety? What, Linda, what's anxiety? Not that you ever have it, but... Uh, <laughs> Being around Caldra and me. A tense uncomfortableness. Hmm. About what? Anything. Anything. Any uh, things that are beyond your control. Okay. The, the presumption that they are beyond your control. Okay. Right, right. So um, there is this tremendous feeling of anxiety everywhere on the planet right now. And you, you become aware of it in the visible, the, the things you can feel and see, like, like the strange weather, smoke or floods or whatever happens to be. But what's really happening, if you feel into it, and don't go mental, just sense into it, tremendous anxiety. Anxiety comes when uh, people, groups, don't really understand what's going to happen next. I think uh, you have a, a saying here, well, when the other shoe falls. But you're not sure when it's going to drop and what's going to happen when it drops. Everybody knows at a, some sort of level, every human on the planet knows that there's something up right now. And it's not like before. It's not like the other things. Uh, as David said right now, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's 100 in terms of the changes taking place. And if you really don't understand what's happening, and if you don't really kind of know the direction things are going in, what comes next, not the details, but kind of the evolution of things, it is very frightening. And it leads to anxiety. 
then what happens? Somebody gets anxiety and they start thinking about it, as you might know. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? Or, or even, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? And then they try to correct it in their mind. That creates the mental imbalance right there, because they're trying to figure it out in their mind, and the answer isn't in the mind. The answer is there, but it's not here. Then they get anxiety. Anxiety takes away the breath. Anxiety causes a lot of things like uh, sleeplessness and uh, drinking too much or uh, smoking too much of uh, the, the marijuana. People then try to cope with and manage the anxiety in, in strange ways. Some do it in what I would consider very mentally and physically healthy ways. Go out for a long walk. Get away from other people for a while. Get out of your head. Get out of all the logic that's going through uh, trying to figure out. And Shambra, you're experts at this. Uh, you almost invented it. You take it on yourself. What's wrong with me? Rather than saying, what's going on all around me? I'm fine. I'm really just fine. But why am I sensing all the anxiety, all the strangeness? And then you go, oh, that's right, because we're going through a huge transformation right now, and I can't say that enough. And it's not one of these um, uh, you know, uh, predictions into the future, things that might happen. You're right in the midst of it. It's all right here, right now. And it's precisely why you're here. It's preci- you, you decided to come in you know, right in the midst of all this anxiety that's happening on the planet right now. It's not yours. No, no, it really isn't. Uh, you'll fight me on that at times. Uh, you, you, we argue and uh, go back and forth. Tad, you're one of my favorites. Uh, oh, we argue back and forth. And I particularly like it after you've had about two glasses of wine. You and me arguing in the other realms, and uh, it, it's uh, spiritual wine. Uh, but, uh, and you, you just argue, and you get so. Gary's going, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 And, no, and I like that, because you're feisty, you're rambunctious, you're, you're, you're not going to settle for anything other than what you came here for. You're not going to get pushed off to the side or distracted, but boy, do you argue about things. And one of the things you argue with me about is, what's wrong with you? And I say, Tad, there's nothing wrong with you, other than you wonder what's wrong with you. Well, there's something wrong with me because if there wasn't, my life would be. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Once you accept that and once you settle into it, you'll be fine. And Gary will be much better. (laughs) 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 Namaste, brother. (laughs) And that wasn't a $20, that was a $100. (laughs) And so there's this tremendous anxiety. Could we just stop for a moment and realize, please, it's not yours? It's really not. You take it on. You feel it. You sense it. You get anxious. You get kind of all wacky and weird. We're at the right place at the right time. The planet is at the right place. I, I will live, and I can't die, but so I'll live and whatever by the statement that everything's just the way it should be right now. Uh, we're, we're right on plan, a little bit ahead of schedule, actually, for the planet. Now, there are different ways to do things. 
But humans tend to choose oftentimes the way of suffering. I don't want to get on the uh, suffering kick today. I have some other rants to go through, so that won't be one of them. But one of the things I like to do with Chambra, who go forward after today, if we get that far. Is it going that far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my warm-up recently, my practice run, and now I'm ready for the real thing. The, one of the things we're going to do is we've uh, – it's up to you, but it's time that this whole concept of suffering on the planet changes. It is unnecessary, but it's ingrained deeply. Every time you walk by a church and you see my buddy hanging there, <laughs> if you know what I mean, it, it's like it's, it's a reminder to everybody, suffer, suffer, suffer. It's just become a way on the planet. And what kind of bothers me is people have accepted this suffering. Uh, they, they do, what's well, the way? It's, it's being human. No, no, it's not the way. And it's one of our things we're going to do in. Our new series, apparently, it's already been, the name's been released, uh, The Art of Benching. We're going to bench, and there's no agenda, but one of the things that says, shine our light into suffering itself, right into the belly of suffering, into the bowels of this thing they call suffering, shine the light, and and to release it. Why suffering? Who would have, who would have, so if you had this perfectly clean, open slate and said, what would I like to do? I'm going to go to this planet Earth. I'm going to take on a physical body. Well, that's suffering number one. <laughs> Remember that next time you create a planet. But, <laughs> but why the element of suffering? Uh, it's just unnecessary. That's one of the things to look forward to in our new series. But back to the point. Anxiety is everywhere, and it's not going to settle down. And people are, as Tess said, uh, mental imbalance. They're going to start really going crazy. Everything up to now has been a warm-up, <laughs> just getting ready for real crazy on, on the planet. <laughs> well, no, it's true. You're going to see it all around you. And But please remember, as we go into our next series and you sit on your park bench, wow, we're right where we should be. Old things getting shaken up. Uh, COVID doing uh, such a brilliant job of shaking things up at the deepest levels, and everything gets shaken up. For you, it's not a thing to worry about. And I'm going to make sure of that if I have to do some real butt-kicking here today, which I will. And that's uh, going to help our anxiety. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so pessimistic, Linda. Can't you turn that into something good? Thank you, Adamus, for coming along and making sure if we're going to stay that we're going to be Healthy, wealthy, and wise. Or you're going to kick our ass. No, today, not later. Oh, yeah, just today. <laughs> All right. So, uh, question before we go any further. There's this tremendous anxiety on the planet. Could you please take a moment to realize it's not yours? It's really not. Yeah, you have some of your other anxieties, but they're pretty small. Uh, anxiety of uh, how do I... Well, I'll, I'll do that when I kick your butts later. Uh, so, what's your refuge? What's your refuge? What do you, as Chambra, as all of you, what's your refuge, refuge right now? What do you do? You've got all this stuff around you. What do you do? Microphone, Linda, as I eat some more cake. I sleep. Mm. This is good, good enough for a king. Mm. Mm. What do you do, Vince? What's the, what's, how do you cope? I withdraw. Withdraw? Okay. And 
try and create my wall of silence. Okay, good, good. And how effective is that? It works. Yeah. But it doesn't carry over very well. <laughs> yeah. Carry over to where? Future time, the rejoining the world. Rejoining the world. Okay. Are you going to rejoin the world? I'm trying to avoid it. That's <laughs> <laughs> a really interesting concept. Uh, are you going to rejoin the world? Or are you going back to the world that uh, you came from? Anybody? No. No. You're really not going to. And it, I guess it's kind of sad, but not really. It'd be really sad if I said, you know, you have to go back. You'll be very aware of humans and the planet. You'll be very, very aware. But it's not like going back and rejoining. They're going to join you. No, and that's no, that's good. She's like, please, no. The kids, the kids moving back in. No, not that. It's kind of like God, you know. You don't go back home to spirit. The spirit comes to you right here on this planet, right where you are. It's kind of like that. With you're not going to go back to humanity. To do what? Uh, no, one by one hundreds, then thousands, maybe millions, join you on this next level. On, uh, I'm going to call it the new earth on old earth level. And they join you here. And they, they realize after criticizing and, uh, you for so long, there's something going on there. So they come to you. So Vince, you cope by your own time. Yeah. Good. Anything else? Any, any other recommendations for Shambram? Rye whiskey, okay. okay. Good, good. How much? In the morning, another one at noon. <laughs> good, okay. Now, I, Calder really wants to stop me on this one, but I, but it, I feel it's important. Uh, by the way, being politically correct uh, and dancing around things, let's, let's drop all that. Let's just get right to it. So, yeah, actually, if I was on the planet right now, I'd be drinking. Uh, and Calder's worried that, oh God, now every chambre is going to go out and get <laughs> drunk and become addicts and end up in AA. And uh, no, right now, some of you say, well, I shouldn't have a drink or smoke a little pot or what, whatever you do. No, actually, it's not going to, it's not going to um, throw you backwards. Once in a while, like in the morning, noon. Yeah. Um, no, really, once in a while, give yourself that treat. And don't think of it as like this evil shot of, uh, what do you say, rye whiskey? Uh, no, it's more like, I deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> I really deserve this. And, and Calder is fighting me on this, and he's, oh, you're giving permission. Ah, you don't need permission. You're doing it anyway. <laughs> now enjoy it when you do. It's tough. It's really tough. And if you try to be a saint on the planet right now, according to guidelines that aren't really yours to begin with, if you're trying to be holier than thou, it'll crush you. Uh, so blow off steam when you need to blow off steam. Uh, have a drink. To take a time by yourself or whatever it happens to be. Let's stop and breathe at that for a moment. You deserve it, okay? You deserve it. You're not going to go backwards. I won't let you. You're not going to suddenly become a, a drunk. Or, well, may, no, you won't become a drunk. <laughs> and 
every once in a while, for all that hard work you do, you need to gift yourself with something. You really do. You really do. And don't feel guilty about it. So back to the point. Uh, what's your refuge? How do you cope? A couple more, Linda. Okay. Yes, hello, Ricky. Hello. Long time. Missed you. I mean, I'm missed you glad here. glad to be back. Yeah. yeah. I would say I use a combination of avoidance and distraction okay. to a certain extent. Um, I don't watch TV, the news, or I don't do any of that, uh-huh. or talk to people about anything controversial, because I don't, don't want to know what they have to say about it. Right, right. Um, I, I spend time in water. That seems to uh-huh. help me relax. And right. Have you ever thought about like just making up a conspiracy? Seeing how far it'll go. You know, see how gullible humans really are. And you quote some authoritative sources, which really don't exist. And and you put it out there and talk about, uh, you know, all these people around the world who are part of it. Uh, it, It's it's actually kind of sick humor, but it's fascinating if you do it from a researcher's point of view. and find out, you know, just how people, and right now more than ever, they're suckering into anything, anything. I've, yeah, it, the amazing things that you hear and some intelligent people say that they believe. Some Chambra camera over here, please. Some <laughs> Chambra, and I'll, I'll kick you in the ass right now. If I hear of any more of this conspiracy crap, and I hear of any more of this uh, Adamus uh, promoting vaccines or not promoting or anything. I don't want to hear about it again, ever, ever. What conspiracy? There are none. <laughs> Humans are too stupid to really have conspiracies. And I mean, and governments in particular. No, they are. It can go a little ways. But the real conspiracy is that people are stupid enough to believe conspiracies in the first place and buy into them and ruin their lives. Ruin their lives because they've gone down the rat hole. Once you're in the rat hole, it is very difficult to get out. It seduces you. It holds you in place. It twists your mind. There is some research being done right now to be out in a couple of months. What happens in, with the, um, the chemicals and the neurons in the mind when you get into conspiracies? And there's a dramatic effect that it has on the brain itself, and it holds you in that place. There is no place for, for any of you who are still into that and, and playing with that as we go forward. What we have to do here on the planet is beyond what you can possibly even imagine right now. But maybe by the end of today, you'll have a better understanding. I'll have no tolerance for conspiracies whatsoever. It does not fit into the work of Crimson Circle and Chambra. You are sovereign beings, even if governments or businesses or rabbits and squirrels are conspiring against you. Oh, no, I heard one the other day. It's the animal conspiracy. Uh, And uh, no matter what, you are sovereign. If there are conspiracies, real, not just made up, but if there really are, so what? So what? You're here on the planet as a sovereign being. The moment you get into conspiracy, you get into duality, you get sucked down the rabbit hole, you forget about why you are here on the planet right now, and it's not to do anything other 
than to be in your full consciousness. That's it. Let's move on. And I will have no tolerance of that. I'll come and visit you. I'll keep you from sleeping at night. I will do whatever it takes so we can get past this. It is, it is really seductive. Uh, and many of you know what it's like. You've kind of gotten a little trapped in that, and then, uh, then you've gotten the best of yourself. We have other things to do here on the planet. Conspiracies, uh, first of all, what is a conspiracy? I mean, uh, mass consciousness is a conspiracy by itself. You know, it's a, it's a common consent, it's a mutual agreement. And yeah, you get sucked into it. Uh, but then you begin to learn that, hey, I don't have to be like that. Sorry, Ricky, I'm ranting here. I'm warming up for my later rant. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, conspiracy is what? Is money a conspiracy? Money is a form of energy exchange. And sure, there's people who uh, are corrupted by it or, or uh, do bad things with it, but it's not a conspiracy. Is there a medical, uh, pharmaceutical conspiracy? No, it's just greed uh, at times. <laughs> it's not a, they don't sit in back rooms going, let's develop a conspiracy. Uh, it's like, how much money can we make? What's the bottom line? Did you have a profit or loss th this uh, quarter? What about the shareholders? What about me? Uh, are these conspiracies? No, it's human nature. <laughs> don't get caught in that. We have far too much to do. Back to the point, where was I? What's your <laughs> refuge? Your refuge is listening to me. <laughs> that'll, that'll distract even a horse. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else, Ricky? I would say um, being around little kids. I play with my grandchildren, Good. and I think that is one of the best distractions there is. But aren't grandchildren conspiracies? <laughs> no. I, Never. You can tell. I, I told you right up front, I have no patience today. Uh, and uh, this conspiracy stuff is just, it's not what we're doing here on the planet. It's not. So just go beyond it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Two more. What's your refuge? Okay. Well, well, how do you cope with all this? Oh, my God. Somebody raised their on? hand. Somebody actually <laughs> raised their hand. They have to go to the bathroom, Linda. <laughs> yes. Uh, and don't mind me having my cake and eating it too. Mm -hmm. I drive a really fast car and what play kind? really loud music. A Corvette. Mm. Convertible. Wow. Yeah. Linda was talking today about getting one. Get one. Yeah. Get one. A red one. Yeah. Well, uh, she'd anyway. have to get a lawyer if she got one because all those speeding tickets. So so you just get out there uh, I get in life. I love I'll be damned. Life. Yeah. I love life. Yeah. Do you get a lot of speeding tickets? I, you know, no. I have this Griffey right. that goes out there and looks oh, ahead good, good. so that I don't get tickets. Yeah. So when are you going to take me out for a ride? Oh, please. How many times have you been in my car? Well, but I mean, a couple, but you scare the hell out of me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even in physical Holy body. Brother. <laughs> good. So that's a good way of just blowing through the energies. Yeah, and that in nature, I, I don't know what I'd do without it. You take your Corvette in nature. Hell yeah, with oh. my fishing pole. Oh, sure, sure. You know, um, yeah. that, and I just zip out, and I don't need to spend months alone anymore. There's... I live in a family Yeah. Uh, that has all changed, right. and it's beautiful. There's kind of a nice metaphor in that. It's a very symbolic and poetic, so you're on the open road by yourself, the fast vehicle. You, you don't have to abide by all the human rules, the top-down, you're in nature. Yep. Oh, that's pretty good. 
It works. Yeah. And yeah. really good food. Sometimes it's jelly beans or weird socks. I mean, you know, it's hey, just... Hello. Hey, hey, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not connecting the dots here. Jelly beans and socks. Yeah, like weird foods or... Weird foods. You have flavored. socks are good foods? No, but I have magic socks that I wear to magic. like find my location on the okay, planet. Okay, sure. And jelly beans. And jelly beans, yeah. I'm going to try that next do month it? if I ask Carrie to have some jelly beans on hand. <laughs> good. So I, I good. do a lot of things to love it here. Good, thank you. But There's I'm not really sure about that because I'm not really good at the Cuban thing. Yeah, you know, learning. Um, so coping. Uh, I'm done, Linda. Thank you. Coping. One more? No. You uh, said two more. I didn't. Yes, you did. And that was one. And there's Go two. Go ahead, then. <laughs> yes. Uh, how do I cope? Yes. Um, I'd, I'd agree with Chambre here, driving a nice car. Yes. Um, beautiful French wine, beautiful uh, food, yeah. Duck Larange. Yeah. Um, love reading. Mm. I read very nerdy Star Wars, Star Trek novels, right, and right. I love it. I, I gave up reading autobiographies. and. We're going to talk about that. Star Wars today. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh. It, it Once, one, I'm just, this is the warm-up. <laughs> 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 That's all we are going to talk about. it. And, and just... Uh, Doing what I want, not yeah. what I should. So, uh, what profession are you in? I'm an attorney. You're I, an attorney. I can help you with the speeding ticket. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm going to remember that. Whoa! <laughs> uh, uh, Tad uh, injured her ankle here, so she. I, I, but, you already talked. <laughs> well, to her. I'm not okay. that kind of attorney. <laughs> yes. But. So, attorney, that's interesting because you're right in the thick of mass consciousness. I mean, oh it's yes, uh, it, everyone is operating. On the human, on the victim, yeah, um, yeah. and I, I find by just projecting my master's energy, right, diffuse the room. I could be sitting. Well, these days it's virtually, right? Right. Um, eight people in a meeting, right. Diffuse them all. Yeah. No problem. I did that the other day. And, and uh, did you ever feel the games they play? Because oh, gathering yeah, around absolutely. the lawyer's table is is intense. Absolutely, and, but you can read it. Yeah. Nonverbal cues. Exactly. You can feel their energies. Exactly. And uh, I have a good time with it. I just yeah. have fun with it now. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And, and some of the things you mentioned, how you cope, it just, again, it's treating yourself. Uh, yeah, exactly. Have a good meal, have a good glass of wine, uh, walk in the park, uh, drive in your fast car, whatever it happens to be. Please gift yourself with these things. Uh, don't feel one bit guilty about them. You're going to need them. Good. Thank you. Coping. A lot of different ways to cope uh, and a lot of different things you can do. But one thing I'd like to remind you of here in this, uh, we're going to play a little music, have a very short Marab uh, and another one later. But I'd like you to remember this very simple thing. And let's, let's do this with some music. so easy to get into that mind game. What should I be doing? And you know what that's like, the mental struggle. You try to justify or rationalize things, and it does not work. It's your own personal conspiracy. It brings you into your own personal rat hole. You start thinking, oh, why did this happen? Why did that happen? I'm feeling terribly stressed out. What can I do? You lay awake at night tossing and turning, worrying, picking up the anxiety that's everywhere. It's as thick as the smoke here is today. And it's not going to get you anywhere. Like I said, I, I call it your personal conspiracy. What's wrong with me? I mean, that's a big personal conspiracy. 
And then you just keep going deeper and deeper into your own conspiracy theories. And you never really get anywhere, as the conspiratists do not either. It never goes anywhere. So what you do is you take a deep breath and you realize, first of all, I am that I am. I exist. And then without thinking it, but rather feeling it. Remember that everything that you're going through right now is natural. It's all natural. You can't, nor should you think your way out of it. You should not build any false bridges right now. False bridges. We're trying to rationalize everything and trying to make sense of things and say, I need to build a bridge from here to there, and then you're going to need another one from there to here, and pretty soon you're building false bridges all over. They don't get you anywhere. All those false bridges just bring you right back to where you are right now. That's a good thing, probably, because false bridges, in a way, are telling you that it's right here, right now. You're exactly where you should be. And the mind jumps in, oh, yeah, but what about this? What about? All right, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a bit, but you're exactly where you should be. And when you can accept that, you take a deep breath, and it's not a mind game, it's an acceptance or an allowing. You take a deep breath, wow. And then the amazing thing is, in spite of myself, how did I ever get here? I mean, how did I arrive exactly where I should be, exactly where I wanted to be, with all the self-conspiracies and all the external distractions? How is it possible that I even landed right where I'm supposed to? I'll explain that in just a moment. But right now, take a deep breath and realize this is all natural, and you've got some amazing guidance. It's called the master, the soul. And I know you don't really quite yet understand how to really communicate with that part of self, but in another way, you really do. There is a communication going on the whole time. It's not in human words, human languages, but there is that communication. The refuge is just stopping for a moment like this and saying, wow, this is all natural. I don't have to work at it. I don't have to fight it. I don't have to build these false bridges. It's all right here. That is real trust. That is real allowing. Once you're in this place of realizing you don't have to work at it. That, that's kind of, that's the false bridge. I got to work at it. I got to figure this out. I'm on my own. I got to worry about what's coming tomorrow. No, you don't. That, that was the old self, not anymore. It's just about taking a deep breath and smiling at yourself. Like, in spite of me, in spite of all my human foibles, I'm right here, damn, right where I should be. How is that even possible? 
I'll explain it in a moment, but how is that even possible? How how you got here in spite of all the all the crazy things you did and all the worrying and all the pretenses and games you got here. So that's your refuge, just stopping for a moment or I don't know, driving along at a hundred miles an hour, doesn't matter, but realizing you don't have to work at it. You got here. That's the important thing. Stop wondering what's wrong with you. What's wrong with you is that you get so used to building these bridges. We thought that was the what you're supposed to do. You realize there's not a bridge to needs to be built at all. Let's take a deep breath. Your refuge is you. It's the natural a natural, beautiful piece of yourself. Good deep breath. And let's have some cake. Mm. Too good. Calder's all, oh the sugar, are you gonna oh sugar? You know, no, I mean it's just it's energy. It's flowing through my body. Am I acting any different or weird sugar and coffee? <laughs> all right. Let's go on to the next step. Star Wars. You like Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. George Lucas, brilliant. Uh, and the whole Star Wars. Up through what part, did, you know, which Star Wars did you like the best? I think episode four, five, six. Four, five, six. And one. Yeah, and one. Yeah. And then, uh, then they got a little bit commercialized, but, you know, still a good point. Let me point out something very interesting. Star Wars, that opening line. What was that? What was that opening line that's so familiar now, part of the human lexicon? They're mumbling. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago. That is the key. So most people, it kind of goes past them, I think. So you got these spaceships and they're traveling around and you got these, uh, these um, huge oh, it's space colonies and uh, floating around out there and you think, well, that's in the future. Oh, no, my friends, that's the past. That's where you came from. That's where you came from. Before this place of Earth ever really came to be, there was, there was life that you could say was somewhere between the physical realm and the ethereal realm. It wasn't crystallized yet like it is here. And it was actually on Earth itself, this planet, where life as you know it in your biology became crystallized. There are realms out there where you did go in these uh, space colonies. Now, the mind jumps in and thinks of hard matter like you have it right now. It was somewhere in between, somewhere in between a, a biology and a light body, somewhere in between a wall like this that's hard and no wall at all. I invite you to feel into that for a moment. 
before you ever came to this planet, life existed. It wasn't just all gossamer, airy-fairy, light and uh, no value. It was the beginning of uh, what you would call matter, the beginning of matter. And that past, long before you ever came to the Earth, that past is still there. And it's still buzzing around in outer space, in colonies. And there are still, from way back when, there are still many, many places in the physical universe that are really just being birthed right now. It's all happening right now. Once you really allow yourself to go into the Eterna, you realize it's all there. It's all happening, and and it's not like it's not like what you've learned about evolution. Evolution uh, basically has part of it right, but a huge part of it wrong. In all due respect to Charles Darwin, Darwin was looking at it from a very narrow, focused viewpoint, and in that perspective, evolution. Is brilliant. He talks about the uh, survival of the fittest. He talks about millions and millions and millions of years of the evolutionary process. To a degree that's correct, but to another big degree, it's missing the point. If it is based simply on linear time, uh, then it would appear to be true, but the fact is there really is no linear time. I mean, there is, but it's not all that there is. As I pointed out in Pronost, time is fracturing right now on the planet. That's why people are so anxious. They're used to the patterns of the past, the linear past, and it's starting to break apart right now. They're going to have difficulty coping with it. Uh, you won't have to at all. You're going to be enjoying your life realizing that time is relatively inconsequential unless you want it to serve you, realizing that right now there is part of you that's in one of these uh, pre-Earth colonies buzzing around the universe. Your physical universe is made up of some very, very primary elements. Uh, there's really, uh, really just Ten, but three of them, only three of them are important. Hydrogen, helium, hydrogen makes up 70% of the matter in the universe. Helium makes up 28, 29%. Oxygen, less than 1%. That's your reality. That's the structure that creates everything in your physical universe and in the quasi-physical universes in the universes that aren't quite so crystallized as here. So when you feel into it, you know, you get so ingrained in life and everything. You look out there, when you look in here, you look anywhere, you look at the news, you look at other people, it's just hydrogen, <laughs> helium, and a little bit of oxygen and a few other very minor trace elements, ten in total, but those are the biggies. That's all reality is. It is very flexible. It's it's not that that uh, that immalleable. It's very flexible. That's all you're dealing with in physical reality.
Now, those are the elements of matter, but there are other variables in there. There's something called uh, quanta. Quanta is the uh, – we've talked about it in Kihak, but quanta is about a million times um, smaller, you could say, than the atomic structure itself. The atomic structure, you know, is, is observable to humans these days. Quanta is not yet. So you've got quanta, which is not really in time or space uh, at all, but it is time and space in, in a way. We'll, we'll get into it more, a lot more in Kihak. The point is that all of this, all of this isn't linear. All of it is not solid and, and, and strong. And right now it's all changing very quickly. Evolution is okay to a point, but the fact is that you take, uh, you take flexible time now and the whole theory of absolute evolution of a species goes out the window. You can transcend evolution. You can accelerate evolution as it is happening on the planet right now through technology. That's, you're accelerating evolution at a pace that never seen before on the planet or anywhere else in creation. There's no other uh, life form, uh, planetary life form, that is going through the rapid change of what you call evolution like it's happening on the planet right now. And all of the cosmos is watching what happens here right now. This, this planet, which you scoff at sometimes, but this planet is a planet where love was first experienced. This planet is a planet where life became crystallized and embedded on the planet. Others right now, and they're not really planets, but they're, let's call them realms, they're, they're getting there slowly. But it's all happening right here. Everybody's watching, uh, you know, the, the Ascended Masters, the, the, the Crimson Council, the, uh, the, the angelic beings are all watching. Every new earth right now is watching what's happening here. And you wonder why there's such anxiety. It's changing very, very fast right now. The biggest ingredient is that right now, instead of a time-based evolutionary process, whether it's regarding the biology, the mind, the spirit right now, can be transcended quite easily by understanding that, that there is the and, that there is timelessness, that right now your past, uh, your past in, in these, uh, I'm going to call them the Star War periods, and you know, there's the movies that are out, and that uh, the initial concept was channeled, was was tapped into by George Lucas. Now been kind of overly commercialized, but it is really it is really kind of on track for what really happened out there, uh, and what is happening in a way to you right now, way back then. And you know, the end result of it, we talk about it in Journey of the Angels. Everything came to a slowdown. Everything came to a slowdown 
and it was wondering if energy would come to a total impasse. That's the Star Wars that hasn't been produced yet. Uh, everything stops. So bringing it to now, what we're doing is with all the other changes that are happening on the planet, uh, evolution happening at an extremely fast pace now, prompted by technology, but also time warping, for lack of a better word. Time warping because you can literally now be in the past while you're right here, back in those times of communities, uh, it, floating around in space, uh, with some amazing technologies, um, all things considered. But it's also the future, the future that you would say is 20, 30 years from now, it can be right here, right now, for you. When you understand all that, and this is simply a matter of allowing, don't think about it too much. You know, feel into it, uh, feel into it, but it's going to happen anyway. You don't have to make it happen. Let me put it in a very much better way. You've already made it happen. Now it's just about experiencing it. You've already made it happen where you transcend time. And it's a little little scary at first when you do, but you suddenly transcend time itself. And suddenly the, the, the future, 20 years from now, you as an Ascended Master, without your suffering, without your physical problems, and without your stupidity about abundance – did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I said that uh, – aren't there anymore. They're not there. Because you've allowed the future that you have basically chosen to be here now and then to live that. You've blown up time. But it's in the end you can still enjoy driving down the road in your Corvette, and it's a time-based experience, time and speed. You can still enjoy that. What I'm saying here is it all converges right now. Everything, the past. The past is like uh, just waiting. And you know, the past is transformed in the moment of realization. Uh, the past suddenly is not the past anymore. In other words, you have this, these things that have happened to you a lifetime ago or back in the Star Wars time that's occurring right now. They're looking for answers. They're trying to find solutions. They're battling with each other. They're stealing energy. They're doing all these things. Um, there's power. There's dominance. That all stops and changes. So uh, Tobias said a long time ago, the future is the past healed. The future actually heals the past. Another way of saying it. There is a transformation that go goes on on an epic proportion as you allow yourself to allow yourself to be what you've already decided that you're going to be if that makes any sense you don't have to sit here and say oh this is what i want to happen this is where i go with all this this uh, this is how i want the script written you did a little you did that a long time ago and you also did it in the future you did it way back here and you've done it many times well, you've also done it in the future. It says, this is the way I want it to turn out. 
and then it comes together right now. Bottom line, stop stressing about it. Let's just move on with it. Let's go on to where you actually really want to be right now. So that being said, <laughs> let's just feel into that for a moment. It's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. When you, when you let yourself go of the shackles of, of the past and the worries of the future, mass consciousness and all the rest of that, that's a big I am moment. And you stop worrying about the little stuff, the annoying little stuff. Uh, you just you transcend all that. So what you have right now here is a is an evolutionary process that's becoming revolutionary in terms of the fact that you're now injecting no time or eterna into the perspective of everything that's happening evolution-wise, if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't it feel good even if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> it's like, bottom line, the better way of saying it is stop worrying about it. You've already made the choices. You've already made those choices. You've made the choice to stay here. you made the choice for your realization. That's why we don't really worry about it. The next thing for you is to do what you came here to do. You have every tool. There is not a tool that you are missing. And if you think so, then you're a tool. <laughs> I, knew Lin- I knew Linda would like that. <laughs> the only one laughing. There is nothing missing right now. Uh, any of you. Nothing, nothing, nothing missing. And that's another big game. Was I still don't have some of the pieces. You've got every piece. You've got every answer. Sometimes go into the and for answers. Sometimes you, you just say, well, you know, I've got this table here and I just don't see the answer on the table. Stop and take a deep breath. There are many tables. Maybe not in the human vision, but there are many tables and all the answers, all the tools are right there. Sometimes you just have to pose that question, whatever it may be that, that you have, uh, or ask for the solution, then stop for a moment, take a deep breath. It will be there for you if you allow yourself into the and. It may not be that uh, thing that the human would have necessarily thought or even wanted, but it's there. Every answer is there. That's why I dislike when Chambers say, I don't know. Or the other one that's just as toxic. Well, let's just wait. Uh, you know, just uh, let's see what happens. No, no, because you're just you're just basically telling yourself, I don't have the answers, and you know, you're waiting for the big lightning bolt to come along. Your realization is on that table. Some of you are like, well, when's it gonna come? It's like, would you lush look? It's already there. That's all you have to do is. Accept it and allow it. Well, I don't see the table. Get out of your brain then. Go into the and. There are many tables. There are many realities. Listen, you know, you're going to get behind the times on this. Science, you know, hardcore linear science is already understanding that particles can go in and out of reality. They zip over to another realm that maybe is not detectable by their current measurement systems, but they know that there are other realms. Don't get behind the times. Don't say, well, I don't see the other tables. They're there. 
maybe they're not in the physical, but they are there. Slip into the and. Every answer, your enlightenment, everything is right there just waiting for you. So the, the point here is that you came here for a purpose, to be on this planet. And I've said this time and time again, but now we've got we to gotta get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, we're moving out of the Merlin I.M. series, and we're going to start with the what's been called the Art of Benching series. We've got some big work to do, but it's easy work, and it's fun work. It's not real hard work at all. But if you bring your crap there, you're, you're not going to, you know what's going to happen. I, I can already tell you, I looked into a potential future that now I close the door on. But if you come into that, the next series uh, in what we're really doing here on the planet, and it, maybe it should be called the real freaking reason why we're here on the planet series. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> Linda would like that. If you go into this next series with us and you're still uh, worrying and doubting and you're still carrying baggage with you, you're going to end up just here, – here's – I'll, I'll act it out. Okay. Here is the Chambra venture that is accepted that I am that I am. I'm here. It all works out. I don't need to worry about a thing. So here's how they bench. Like that. They kind of look kind of stupid, I guess. You know, but, uh, then here's the Chambra who hasn't, who's still worrying about everything and still searching and trying to find things and filled with all these uh, unanswered questions and, and still stressing and wondering what's wrong with them. And they're benching like <laughs> they look like they're constipated and they don't know when it's going to fly or not, but they're really worried about that. What if I unconstipate right here? And the, you see, you're gonna you're gonna be benching and really worrying, not benching at all. You're gonna be and you're gonna be trying to project your agendas, and you're gonna be uh, thinking of other things, and you're not just gonna be benching. Benching is just shining, illuminating. That's it, and it feels really good. Uh, some of you are thinking, oh, God, that sounds boring. I'm just sitting on a bench doing nothing. I got to do something. No, you don't. It feels really good. It's actually a huge release. Uh, it's like a huge letting go. And it's realizing you're so into your passion, the reason for being here on the planet. No agenda. No trying to – we're going to be doing some group benching stuff. It would be kind of fun. No agenda. You don't have to change a damn thing in yourself or the world. Nothing. But let's get rid of the crap now. Let's let's no pun intended, but uh, let's 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 do a little butt kicking here. So, we recently had a, a threshold event from here, I believe it was threshold, and uh, during threshold they allow for questions and answers. Uh, I'm not always thrilled about that because you know it's the same old questions all the time. Um, and uh, even though I give different answers, but it's the same question. I got onto a rant, and it was it was kind of fun for me. Uh, and Linda, what did you think of my rant, my threshold rant? Just another rant. 
just another rant. I thought it was kind of special rant that that I did. I took off. I, there were some questions, and and it just so struck me that after all this time together, I got to keep saying the same thing. So I'm going to say it again today, and I'm going to rant today, and then we'll just get over these things. If there is anything in your life that you think you don't like, it's there because you like it. Anything. People, diseases, uh, failures, anything. Anything in your life. If there is pains in your body, if there is abundance issues, it's because you're in love with it. That's my rant. That's true. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. And I've been criticized of being a little uh, callous about it, but it is so true. And when you realize that, when you realize you can't blame anything else, you can't blame a past life, you can't blame it uh, on the fact that you're not just getting all this uh, wonderful, amazing, wise information, when you realize if it's in your life, uh, because you're still loving on it, you're still getting something from it. You're still playing a game. And we got to bring that to a head right now. Anything. You're not a victim to anything. If you understand that the energy is all yours, you're the damn creator. You could do what you want. I don't want to hear these excuses, but I've tried. No, you haven't. You've tried with the abundance thing. You've tried. You think uh, maybe work a little harder or something like that. But you're still holding on to the old issue of uh, abundance, the poor me, and I just don't know better, and money's bad, and all the rest of these. You got to let it go. Or, or, or be with it, but don't continue forward with Chambra and Crimson Circle. Just don't. Go back, be in your poverty pity party, and, and have fun until you're ready to get out of it. What we're doing now has such huge implications, not just on you and your life, which obviously is number one, but what it does for the planet right now and what it does for all of creation right now. I know sometimes you think, well, I'm just this little speck of you know, consciousness in this great big sea of consciousness, and what effect do I have, and I'm not that important, and look at my life, I didn't do anything. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, really, shut up. I, next time I hear that, I'm going to breathe fire right down your neck and it's going to come out your butt because <laughs> I am. <laughs> Don't touch my coffee. I'm trying to make a point here and I'm, I can't be nice about it anymore. Is stop dragging it with you. You're giving me bad lessons that Jeff will not be able to handle. <laughs> So there, if there's still happening in your life, it's because you're still getting something. Or maybe you're addicted to it, but then get over the addictions. Maybe you still like the, the, the suffering. Get over the suffering. Nobody is inflicting anything on you. You may buy into mass consciousness. You may buy into your family ancestral game and all the rest of that, but get over it now. We have big things to do right now. It's a very small group on the planet. Uh, there are others who are doing 
kind of similar work. They're actually copying what we're doing. Um, you know what they say, though, imitation, is, uh, you know, yada, yada. But there's not a lot. Uh, it doesn't take a lot, but there's not a lot on the planet. And I don't want to give numbers right now. We'll do that uh, at the upcoming time of the Merlin event when uh, uh, St. Germain speaks, talking about the numbers. But let, let's say, all in all, serious Chambra, I mean, serious Chambra, what, what would you guess? 5,000? 5, That's close, a little bit higher than that. Yeah, we're talking under 10. To, to affect the planet, not to change the planet, but to affect the planet, that's not a lot. It's the reason why you came here. Uh, no other. It's the reason why you waited for your realization, and it's time we're going to do it. And we're not going to do it noisily. We're not going to do it beating our chest. We're not going to do it expecting accolades or prizes or you know uh, free vacations to uh, Paris or anything like that. We're going to do it because you chose to do it. It's a small group, but we need to be clear going forward. We need to be clear. There is no room. If you had an abundance issue, I'm sorry, but you face it right now. It's your issue. You're loving it. I want you to look at why you love it. If you're facing uh, any uh, issues, let's say, with um, uh, health, health. It's not these health problems aren't because you live in a dirty society filled with germs and bugs and everything else, or your ancestors or whatever. It's because there's something that you love about it. There's no place going forward for suffering, and I will I will call you out on it. I will call you out. What you're doing here on this planet right now, you couldn't your human mind right now couldn't imagine, but you could actually take a deep breath and just feel into it for a moment. It's not little. I mean, it's... I would almost venture to say that if you really, really understood the implications, that it would scare the crap out of you, uh, which is probably good. But what a little bit of consciousness on the planet right now does, not only for Earth and humans, but for the Star Wars that are going on right now, for the future and these next 10, 15 years are going to be monumental for, for Earth. For this point of singularity, approximately 2050, approximately, uh, where everything just goes off the charts. But which way is it going to go off the charts? It depends on the consciousness that is available right now. And it doesn't mean trying to change the world, trying to solve poverty or hunger or the environment. It simply means being able to openly and freely shine your light without worry that somebody's going to come and steal your light, without having to regulate or guard your light, your consciousness. It means doing it openly and freely. But you can't do it if you're still loving some of these issues that are in your life. We've got to move past these. We've got to move past them. The greatest battlefield right now for you is in your mind, going back and forth with yourself, trying to figure things out, building more false bridges. Time for that to end. Everything you need is there. Just stop, take a deep breath, and let it come to you. It's that easy. You cannot build it or make it or fabricate or anything like that. 
but you can stop and let it come to you. And it will. It has to. It has to. So the one right now I want to address here, the issue that many of you are struggling with, something that uh, FM is going to address uh, in a few weeks at our gathering, but your physical issues right now. A lot of you faced with very difficult physical issues. A lot of you just with the aches and pains. Let's stop for a moment now and do this kind of marab for the physical issues. Let's bring the lights down, the music up. I say that, okay, these physical issues that you have, they're yours. They're, I mean, they're yours. You're, there's something you like. Uh, maybe like isn't the right word, but something that you're still getting from the suffering of the physical body. There's something that uh, is maybe reminding you how human you are and what a kind of a false state that is. But if you're having a physical issue, cancer, diabetes, heart problems, aches and pains, whatever it happens to be, I, you, you want people to kind of feel sorry for you and you want to feel sorry for yourself. There's no place in it anymore. Your body is responding to your, your need for attention by giving you that. And you say, well, no, no, I don't like the pain. Uh, 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 yeah, you do. Otherwise, it would not be there. You are a sovereign being. And even though you've come down or descended or whatever you call it into physical matter, it doesn't take away that you're truly a sovereign being and that it's all your energy and it's there to serve you. If there's physical issues going on in your body. I don't care what it is, uh, in digestive issues or gout or uh, earaches or whatever. It's because you're still holding on to them. And you, then you get so in the fog about it, how it ever got there in the first place, what it's doing. And it's so overwhelming to your mind. It's like, I don't know, I just have this thing. I don't like it and I don't want it. And maybe you take some medications or whatever for it. But damn it, you're still finding something in it. It's time to get over that. We're going to bench, and I don't want to be benching with wheelchairs and canes. I want to see healthy, uh, healthy masters sitting on these park benches. You, you might be getting what senior, or as they call it. That's fine. A little bit of gray hair goes a long way when, in perception that people have. But health issues. <laughs> I was going to say what's wrong with you, but well, you already know. You got this health issue, and damn it. It's got to be gone. Now, you don't have to go in and figure out why, what it's doing to serve you, because then you're going to get back into that duality battlefield of the mind, and you'll never figure it out. But you can tell yourself that you are absolutely done with it. It's not serving you, 
it's not what you're choosing and it needs to be gone and then damn it expect that it's going to be gone expect that there's a transformational process that includes the bending and shaping of time basically as you say going into the future but occurring right now that resolves this issue because in the future you are not sick in the future you're not old and broken down you're not having to get up every morning and take medication to solve some problem in the future you are healthy i know it you don't have to try to figure out okay what am i still getting from this physical issue it's about saying i'm ready to let this go and now i do it don't think about it don't wait till tomorrow don't get into the mind games it's like it is done now stop and take a deep breath in the moment and let the future go to work for you and as that happens and these energies of uh these old energies of, of physical issues start to go away there is something that happens uh, it's very I need you to feel into it don't get too mental but there's something that happens going back to our Star Wars period where you were not yet fully crystallized in biology there's a process back there an evolutionary process that was eventually sped up by some other energy things that pushed you into this deep biology deep state biology but right now is the future of the healthy you comes into you right now as you say i will not tolerate physical issues anymore something is happening back there in the past in the quasi or the the non-crystallized physical and changing that it's changing the far past so that you're not susceptible or vulnerable to the pains and the suffering of the physical body you're changing your own master code from eons of time ago long before earth and you're doing it right now that's what you're here for amongst other things but to say it's time to let all that in right now what what is bespoken in the future what is tailored for you by you in the future and what is bespoken for you in the past and let it occur right now it's not a real hard job but it takes getting out of this battleground of the mind and all the thinking and anxiety and taking on mass consciousness and everything else it's as simple as just feel into that word be spoken it has many meanings be spoken means that you've tailored this for yourself you've fashioned it for you it the future is the bespoken for you and as is the past is all tailored designed 
And right now is that time to realize it. Realizing and allowing pretty much the same words. That's why I don't use the term enlightenment. I call it realizing. It's just allowing. There's no room for these physical issues. And you can change it right now. Absolutely. Don't get into your mind games. Don't ask a thousand questions. Every time you ask a question, it goes out into your reality somewhere. Like a probe that goes out. And it's not going to come back until it's answered, but sometimes it takes eons of time. So stop asking all the damn questions and just allow right now. These physical issues have no place. Many of them were derived from the ancestors, some just from the crystallization process into biology. But like I said, this isn't this the physical reality is not real complex. You're just made up basically of hydrogen, helium, hot air, and a little bit of oxygen. So stop thinking it's so big and complex. It's not. Let's go beyond that physical issues right now. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. We're going to enter our new series pretty soon, and we'll, we'll talk about more things. But you're going to apply the same thing to your financial abundance. You're going to apply it to just about anything in your life, in your life. Don't apply it to the planet. Don't apply it to your friends or your dog or anybody else. You can apply it to any, anything. It's time to let all that go. And it all comes under the category of suffering. If you're holding on to any form of suffering, you've been getting something from it. I don't know. Does it make you feel good, happy, worthy, Christ like? But you like Jesus, a lot of suffering. It's like time to go beyond that. You're the one causing it. I, I don't want to hear any of you blame anything else. Yes, there are influences of mass consciousness, but you're buying into it, so you let that go now. Let's take a good deep breath. We bring this Merlin I Am series to a close, and I, I love I love endings, you know. The uh, greatest joy I ever had in writing uh, books or plays in, in any of my lifetimes was always that last page, the ending. It brought everything together, but more so I knew that every ending brings a new beginning, a transformation. And that's what is happening right now. So we bring Merlin I Am to a close. What is Merlin? Merlin is the time traveler. Merlin's the one who realizes that there really is no past or no future. It's not linear. You can bring in anything from any time, whenever, however you want. You are no longer restricted. You're free to move about time. It's amazing. It's so liberating. What is Merlin? Merlin is understanding that, uh, first of all, Merlin is not a name of just a being. Merlin is a title. 
There have been many Merlins. I have been a Merlin. And now you become the Merlins. It's your title. Merlin means that everything is magical, but yet nothing is magical. Everything is magical because it's all part of your energy and your creation, but there's really no mystery in it. It's just hydrogen, helium, and oxygen. That's not real tough. There's no mystery in it. It's what do you want to do with the components? How do you want your consciousness to shine on your oxygen or your helium? And then watch how all the atomic structures start and form and they cohese together to create a reality that you can go play in. A Merlin understands that you're not restricted by physical, unless you think you are. Merlin understands that suffering is, uh, first of all, thank goodness, temporary. It's a bad phase you go through, and then you get over it. You realize that, okay, that suffering was kind of fun for a little while, but come on, we go way beyond it now. A Merlin understands that they don't have to be here on the planet. Every Merlin has faced that challenge. Should I stay or not? I'm now a Merlin. I'm sovereign in my own right. But do I stay? And that's, that's one for all of you. But if you stay, if you stay, don't keep holding on to old excuses. Don't keep holding on to physical issues. There's no reason for it. And perhaps, just perhaps, with what we do here going forward, just perhaps it could shine such a light on the planet that they wake up someday and say, why did we ever suffer? Why did we pass that on to our children? and?" They pass it on to theirs. Why did we ever suffer? So that, my dear friends, a delight. Let's take a deep breath together and let's bring this I Am Merlin series to a close by accepting that you are the Merlins. You got it. It's yours. It's being handed over to all of you. For most of the time on this planet, there's only been one living Merlin at a time, but now it's different. There are, well, thousands and thousands now, and maybe many more to come. So it's time for me to get back in my chariot and go back to the Ascended Masters Club, where I will talk about the delicious cake that I was so uh, enticed with today, where I will talk about the fact that I didn't have to rant too much. I didn't have to rant too much. I scared the hell out of you. I thought I was really going to rant. And then some of you are going to afterwards go outside and say, well, I thought we'd get more of a rant. I thought that he would be worse. I, I kind of hope and wished. And it's like, yeah, you wished. You wished. With that, let's take a deep breath and realize that this is the fastest changing time in the history of this planet, but of any other civilization of creator beings, and you're right in the middle of it. I, I just I look at you, and sometimes I wish I could wave the magic wand and get you to realize what you're really doing here. 
what you're really doing. It's not just about you and your, your life. It's about the planet, and it's about all of creation. Let's take a good deep breath, my dear friends, everybody joining in. And remember that, truly, as we go into sitting on our park benches, shining our light on the planet, that all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Adamus, don't you want your cake? <laughs> so with that, with that, let's take the good deep breath. The good deep breath. Just really feel into the beauty of what was shared with us today. Really feel into this invitation for us to radiate our consciousness, to do that benching. Take the good deep breath as we realize this is the final segment of this Merlin I Am series. The beauty of it. Breathe it in as we all take it with us. Thank you, everyone, for being a part, for being a part of this and allowing yourself to be here with us. Once again, thank you. And remember, there's no September shout, but we have the Merlin event. And that falls September 10, 11, 12. That'll be truly a joy if some of you want to join us. So take the good deep breath. Thanks to everyone, all that goes in to make this happen. And we'll see you. Thank you. <laughs>